Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Two one. <laughs> okay, welcome to Pastors Live, everybody. Uh, it is Wednesday. It is November second. Who are and, you, and what have you done with uh, the real tie? I know. I, I know. Hi, my name's Ty. Welcome to Pastors Live. Live. We've got Dean in the studio today, hanging out. He's taking Shane's place because Shane's wandered off somewhere, uh, and so we've got Pastor Dave here. Hey, we, everybody. We got the other guy. Bonjour. We got uh, Pastor James. We have Simeon. As always, nice to, to hear from back, Simeon. Simeon. Yeah, it's nice to have you back. And Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, they're back from their Yellowstone vacation, uh, which <laughs> uh, which they couldn't really do anything because the park had closed. But then we also have Sir Gary, Hello. Uh, the man under glass. We're waiting for the king to acknowledge his knighthood. <laughs> um, and so we're working on that. So uh, look, uh, so if anybody in the palace is listening, we, we really want to get this done for Gary as soon as we can. I have uh, a comment and question. And yes. Pastor Ty. Yes, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but by the way, tonight at Water Springs Church, we have an acoustic concert uh, here with Matt Baird and one of the other guys from Spoken. So we encourage you guys to come out for that. And then after that, we'll have our ice cream social, and we've still got a wana going on tonight. So encourage you guys to come out and uh, enjoy and be part of that tonight. Uh, but it's 53 days until Christmas, boys. Wow. And, uh, of course, Water Springs Church, the Harvest Hoedown, is Wednesday, September 23rd at 7 p.m. It's a night of fellowship, dancing, desserts, and games for the kids, a pie-baking competition, and a dessert potluck. So you want to come and check that out. That's going to be and, really good. And yep. this Friday night, uh, the 5th, no, the, what, what is Friday night? The 4th? May the 4th be with the you. The 4th is yes. uh, the ladies' night out. Oh yes, and then right. the and then the is fifth is brothers men's, breakfast. Yeah, brothers breakfast. Yeah. Very so nice. and by the way, for those things, you need to register online. Yeah, WaterSprings.net. WaterSprings.net. Uh, you need to make sure that happens. And Dave, I, I know it's National Advent Calendar Day. Did you see that? I, I uh, did not because it's up. I think it's up there in the shadow. So but it commemorates the launch of all these popular Advent calendars. And serves as a kickoff for the holiday season. Advent calendars are a wonderful way to spread holiday cheer. Oh, I thought singing loud and clear was the best way to spread sing holiday cheer. I think so too. Uh, Anyway, uh, no, it's it's singing loud for all to hear. To uncover Um, a new surprise each day. So, uh, I didn't know Aldi came up with that. Yeah, I didn't either. Who's Aldi? That's a isn't that the uh, the grocery store right? Aldi grocery store. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so uh, oh, by the way, I love wait, Advent. It's so, a great so wait a minute, season. that's a good point. So wait a second, let's talk about things that were around when we were younger that aren't around anymore. So like, I'm like Montgomery Wards is gone. Like that was the yeah. that was the go to. Dave, what are some things that were around that aren't around anymore? Uh, Alpha Beta, oh, White yeah. Front. Oh yeah. yeah, Zodis. Did you ever go to Zodis in Southern California? Zodis was a great department store mm-hmm. in Southern California. Uh, Calvary Downey. Uh, pastor Jeff uh, Johnson is the pastor there. Um, uh, is in the site of the I think the last White Front. 
and they they purchased the last white front there in Downey, and that's now the campus for the church and the school. Yeah, well, I did, not, I did not know mm. that. Uh, like for me, I haven't seen a Shakey's Pizza in a long time. Oh, oh no! You guys remember Stuckey's? On the high on the uh, yeah. toll roads, you have the Stuckey's places where you could pull over and get your uh, pancakes or your nut log and all that jazz. Oh yeah. yeah, and I guess the question is, I mean, this would be kind of fun for people if you have a comment or question. Pastors live at the Rev. FM. What used to be around that isn't around anymore? It because you you don't realize it. The other day, what midweek happens, services would be one. <laughs> we still have a midweek service. I, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, Sun, yeah. Sunday night Remember, services. We had, we had a and Sunday night services. We had yeah. a couple that came through a couple of weeks ago. They left Wednesday morning from Laramie, Wyoming, with the plan to drive about two and a half hours. Right. Mm-hmm. And on their phone, they were looking for a church that has a midweek service. And they drove all the way to Idaho Falls four and a half hours wow. because we were the only church that had a midweek service. Yeah. I, how cool. Uh, that's that's how crazy. Cool I'm the, glad uh, we're, we're, they came. Yeah. But I thought how sad that they had to drive that far to find a midweek service. So actually, Crosspoint across town has just recently reinstated their Praise Wednesday God. Way to go, service. guys. Yeah. Good job. Go. You know, I, I think. I love it. But it's, it's interesting. There are things that have disappeared. Um, and you, I think sometimes we don't realize it, you know, it's like just things that just kind of are part of our culture and then aren't part of our culture. Because I remember, I, you know, I remember the good old fashioned barbershop. They're hard to find now. Right. Um, How about you know. this, Ty? When I was a kid, I worked at the gas station. Pumping you, gas. If you pulled up to the full service pump, I pumped your gas and I washed your windshield and I checked your oil as a kid. Well, mm. you realize that there were... I mean, there were times that, um, you know, when I was a kid, you couldn't pump your own gas. There right? wasn't that- self-serve. It was all full service, and they were in uniform. They checked your oil. They checked your tires. They washed your windshield. They washed your mirrors, and that was what they did, and they were paid well to do it. I kind of missed that. I got in trouble yeah. when I was driving to Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Because <laughs> yeah. I drove, yep. I drove yep. to Oregon, and I, I get out. Keep your hands off that pump, oh, buddy. Oh, man. I get out. We've been, Lori and I have been driving for, I think, like seven hours or something like that. And I was tired. I got out, and it's it's at night. And I get out, and I'm just, I start doing all this stuff. And I'm like, I hear this guy just like, hey, hey. Knock it off. And I'm like, what am I doing? It's like, you can't do that here. And I'm looking around. And there's like, I'm like. I'm so sorry. Yeah, there's no signs explaining it. It just is. It just is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just the way it is. You just can't. And the thought is you're taking away their job. Yeah, I mean, I lived there for 20 years and it took a while to get used to it. But you know what? It was kind of cool and it was a blessing for them. And you know what else? You got to talk with them. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, man? Good. So what do you do? Oh, I teach. What do you teach? The Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant the guy pumping the gas. Hey, what do you do? I pump gas. I, uh, <laughs> right. Right. And typically, a lot of those guys, especially if they were adults, uh, did other things as well. But that was their moonlighting job. Yeah. And, and, and my dad grew up doing that in upstate New York. And he his boss told him, he said, listen, if you're not pumping gas, you're cleaning. That's right. And, and by the way, when you went in there... The it was it was a simple thing. There's the cleanest bathroom, by the way, in Fulton, New York, was in that gas station, and it was a service station as well. So there were two bays, and then there was the the front area that mm-hmm. had like little candy bars. That's candy right. bars were all lined up; they were all in a row. Everything was dusted. It was clean. It looked sharp. That's and right. It looked sharp, and the guys were sharp. They were dressed sharp. Their shoes were shined. They, I mean, and and of course the the owner, 
which right now I feel bad because I can't remember his name because my dad said it a thousand times. I can't remember his name, but but he he was Catholic. He said, "Now when the nuns come, you treat them extra mm-hmm. good," uh, <laughs> you know. And so the, and that's my dad grew up doing that. And that gas station, I think, is was. I was still there, you know, not even just 10 years ago. Uh, but that that whole idea, like there's things that we like moms and pops, things like that are yep. disappearing. And COVID didn't help with that. And because you you want to have local business, you want to have those things. And some of those things are just are becoming lost. And uh, it's interesting to think about that, you know, because I. Because we don't want to see things lost, but we also don't want to see people lost That's exactly either. Right. And that, because the whole point is that the people are lost, and they need Jesus Christ, and and we want to make sure that we don't we don't ever stop preaching the gospel. Wouldn't it be well, it would be awful, that's, right? That's the reading today, right? Second Timothy four. Look, yep. the Lord Jesus Christ is going to judge the living and the dead at His appearing. So guess what, Timothy? Preach the word be ready to go at all times man uh-huh. in season out of season like james was saying the other day in one of the programs you know whether you're behind the pulpit behind your desk or you know you're walking down the hall you're ready to just share the word man share the yeah. gospel well live and, the gospel yeah and it's preach the word by the way yeah. that's that's the that's the command it's preach what yep the word. the word it's not preach your opinion or preach politics preach politics or pre- it's preach the word and and i i remember encouraging some of the guys i think it was last year when we were ending our 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 men's uh our men's breakfast series right you know we were going through the pastoral epistles and I just said, guys, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Preach the yeah, word. Just preach the word, man. And it was amazing to see the guys that really responded and said, you know what? I want to preach the word. That's yeah. what I want to do. And we got, you know, these guys that are stepping up now this year to do that. And you're like, you know, that's it. We want to preach the word. Um, because, and uh, well, here's the reason for that. Because what is he, because remember, the chapter breaks are not inspired. Everybody knows that, right? So what is it? He just ended this, the last chapter with this. For all scripture is given by inspiration of God or God breathed and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. In other words, all scripture is inspired and breathed by God to show us what is right, uh, what is wrong, how to get right and how to stay right. So what do we need to do? We need to preach the word. That's, that's it. We don't preach our pet attitudes or issues like that. And Dave, I know we've been teaching long enough that we can have a bad, we can have some stuff going on in our lives, and we got to be careful it doesn't slip out in Ooh, the pulpit. It's, it's, uh, we we have to be it's careful. It's a challenge sometimes. Yes, yeah, because you don't want to target preach. If you got something going on in your life, you don't want to be that guy that lets that slip out, and all of a sudden you're kind of your soapbox in it because of of something that you're dealing with. You want well, to preach and, the and word. That's yeah. right, Ty. You're you're 100 correct, and and that's become so popular in the last two years. Oh, we oh yeah. We have guys across this country, and it's you know I I would challenge anybody. By the way, I was told I wasn't a real pastor. Right. Oh. I, I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. Trust me. Trust yeah. me. Uh, but I would challenge anybody. Please introduce me to the person you have brought to Christ because you said that other political party they're not Christians. And someone said, oh, my gosh, well, I, I, I want to be a Christian. I'm a part of that political party. So 
show me how to not be a Christian or show me how to be a Christian by not being those guys. Yeah, the, that's those that's people. not it, guys. It is the kindness of God that drives people to repentance. Yep. Repentance of what? Of being a Republican or a Democrat or a Constitutionalist or a Socialist? No, no, and no. It's repentance of sin, yeah. and it's yeah. not a sin to be a member of a particular political party. Romans Sorry. two four, right. man. Yeah, that's Romans it. two four. And when you're out there preaching the word, even practicing, right? Yes. Did you hear? The, have you heard the story about Billy Graham just practicing on stage, and he was just going over John three sixteen, and a janitor who's prepping the seats hears him preaching John three sixteen as That's a cool. warm up, and he comes up and gets saved. Wow! He's not doing anything, just preaching the word. You know what happened about six or eight weeks ago? They're filming the Jesus Revolution movie. Right, mm-hmm. Kelsey Grammer is playing Chuck. Chuck Smith, and Jonathan, the guy that plays Jesus in The Chosen, <laughs> I can't Rumi, I can't, I can never pronounce his name correctly. Anyway, he plays Lonnie Frisbee. They're filming the baptism scene at Pirates Cove, right? Right. And Greg Laurie is there explaining to them the vibe and the energy and the whole scene. And this is, you know, this was where we did the baptisms. And they still do. But this is where, you know, those early baptism pictures that you see, this is where it all happened. And he was telling the cast and crew kind of the vibe they needed to have. Two of the cast members or crew members, two of the crew members stopped the filming or before they even started filming, stopped everything and came up to Greg and said, would you baptize us? And he said, have you made a profession of faith in Christ? They stopped and prayed to receive Christ. They're filming the honking Jesus Revolution movie. Two crew members stop, pray with Greg to receive Christ. He walks out to the Pacific Ocean, baptizes them in front of Kelsey Grammer, who is now bawling like a baby, you know, <laughs> right. like, oh my gosh, what just happened here? And it was the it was the Jesus people days. These yep. guys get saved. There's this crowd, but they're cast and crew. Greg goes out to the Pacific and baptizes these two crew members. They come back up and they start filming the scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. Greg, I swear that guy could read the nutritional value on a bottle of water and people <laughs> would say, what must yeah. I do to be saved? <laughs> right, yeah. Well, and, and that's that's what's really interesting. So somebody asked me the other day, they said, but you know, I love what's, what's the whole point of like, What's the whole point of like doing film and doing creative media and stuff like that in church? That's the point because you can actually begin to touch those people who don't know the Lord. And it's interesting, even in a, in a short film we did recently, we had somebody on set that wasn't a believer and watched how everybody behaved on no sleep. Right. And watched the reality of faith and, and Christ and the word of God in that moment. And there's a there's an ability to witness that. And that's a great example of that, because you have these guys, this is their job. Yeah. And then they show up and they're like and they're like, but oh man, uh, and they get saved. Yeah, this isn't just a story we're telling. No, this is an event that's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is an event. And they got happening. caught up in it. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. on, on the whole, you know, why why do you tell stories? Why do you write books? Why do you shoot films? Jesus used the medium of his day to engage the listeners to point them to mm-hmm. kingdom ideals, kingdom truths through story, yeah. the parable. That and so now because of technology and all that, we have an ability to share parables, parables and way. stories that point people to Christ. Mm-hmm through the medium that we have film yeah video and, yeah. and our culture is very visual yeah oh yeah. And, and and it's funny because it, it, it we we're i was doing some research some brain research the other day because i i need research for my brain but uh but apparently um our attention span as as humans our attention span has gone um 
to like eight seconds. I'm sorry, what did you say? Uh-huh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, did you guys know that, the, 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 like, and I can't remember, it's like it's like our attention span or short, but a goldfish is apparently nine. So apparently we're now less than a goldfish. <laughs> wow. Uh, because of all just the hurriedness of our lives. I mean, wow. it's just- Now it, all I can see is Finding Nemo. <laughs> Actually, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Ellen Degenerate in my you know, head right now. You no, know, you know what? But right now, it's it, what's going on in my head is is it's it's what about Bob? That's what's going on in my head. And so I'm just like one of my favorite all time. I have to watch it once a year. I'm going to be honest with you guys. How do you guys understand? Richard Dreyfus, Bill Murray. I've just uh, made a decision about so, our Christmas party and the white angel gift or the white elephant gift. What, what about a goldfish in a jar? Oh, and it has to have hemp rope around it holding it up so it goes around your neck. Uh-huh. Yeah. Done. Done. Uh, what was trust the name? Me. What was the name of the goldfish now? Does anybody remember anybody Bob? remember? No, 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 no. Bob was the character. I know, but but what's the name? I, I can't remember know. the name of the goldfish. Was there? Well, there you go. Let us know. Pastors live at the rev fm. <laughs> Pastors live at the rev <laughs> fm. Yeah. What's the name of Bill Murray's goldfish in What, what about, about Bob? Bob? That's right. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, we had a we had a couple comments and questions come in, but here's one. Gil. Gil. Was Gil. it Gil? Gil. Oh, it was Gil. Okay, you get okay. the free cup of coffee. Yeah, yes. free cup of coffee. All right. <laughs> no, he didn't email so, it. Yeah, well, it has yes, to be emailed okay. in. He can email it right now. <laughs> hey, so uh, Pastor Ty, perfect love casts out fear is one of my favorite verses from First uh, John four eighteen. My family often finds Bible verses posted on a mirror or wall or wall somewhere in the house. Uh, and that's one of the verses that is posted the most. Uh, my husband enjoys finding uh, a verse in the least expected place. It usually ends uh, ends in a kiss. Love you guys. And that's from Terry uh, here in, in Idaho Falls. And thanks, Terry. Hey, hey, thanks, cool. Terry. And that's good. You know, and I'll find those too. I, I came into my office the other day, and my wife left a little note, you know, on my desk, just encouraging me. But it's really encouraging to. You know, encourage one another with the Word of God and with Scripture, and write those things down. Um, I, I leave little know. notes for my wife, like please fold the towels and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> those don't end in a kiss. Okay, now all right, hold on a second. I, I need to. This is a point. Okay, how many of you guys, as guys, how many of you guys have a guys like a list, like a honey do list? How many of you guys have a honey do list? Yep. You guys have a honey do list? Could you imagine? In my head, but well, it's a yeah, living yeah, document. It but could you ends. could you imagine writing a bunch of things down and handing to your wife? Hey, honey, take care of this. I mean, could you imagine doing that? I mean. That would be like, that'd be anathema. Not you know. if I want to stay married. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Gary, would you do that? Would you give Carrie a list of things to do? Uh, No. No, oh, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> no. Okay. But the guys, we get a list of stuff to do. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes, oh, okay. I, yeah. I would. The list would consist of saying... Tell me what to do today. <laughs> yeah. right. Hey, could you take care of this? Write a list Mine of stuff you need to take care of. Tell me what I did wrong. Yeah, tell me what I did well, wrong. But yeah, here's right. the funny thing about that is if personally, if I didn't have, you know, a, a whatever, I wouldn't know what to do that day. I would be totally lost. I'd be like. I'd be sitting in the corner going. <laughs> yeah, the last list no. I left for my wife, I ended up divorced. So oh, I no. wasn't down. Not Carrie. No. Not, not Carrie. No. no, it wasn't Carrie. So, so, okay, so lesson learned. Every I hope everybody's paying attention right now. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add this, who you give a list to, who you don't give a list to in premarital counseling. Uh, and, and speaking of premarital counseling, uh, I, I got another comment that came in. I thought this was really sweet. 
It says, I don't remember who said it, but one of the pastors said he made his kids memorize 1 Corinthians and then explain what it meant. And they were grounded until they could explain it. Whoa. Uh, this is perfect Dang. discipline. Thank you for sharing. That's from Laura Benson here in Idaho oh, Falls. Thanks, Laura. Uh, yeah. And who said that one? Me. Dean. Was that Dean? Yeah. So, I, yeah. I didn't even get to record Even a broken that. clock is right twice a day. There yeah. you go. <laughs> right. I didn't, I didn't get to record that program with you guys, but I listened yes, to right. it and it reminded me uh, our daughter, Megan... Um, was she was a tough kid, man. She was she was hard to to raise because you would discipline her and she would never shed a tear. You you discipline her, and she'd say, "Okay, can I go out and play now?" <laughs> and uh, that was about the time that I met Ray Comfort for the first time, and I was explaining to Ray what was going on, and he said, "Dave, have you considered having Megan?" Memorize the Ten Commandments, and so we did. We had Megan memorize the Ten Commandments. It's pretty and boy, good. What a change! It changed yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you have something to work with, yeah. right? Yeah. In our house, we 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 would always look. If you got in trouble, mom and dad could back it up with the Bible. Mm. There was no in our house. There was no well because we don't want you to, yeah. or we don't like that, or that that's not our that's not our family culture, or whatever. It had to, we had if we had to discipline our kids, it always had to be connected to the Bible in some yeah. way. Like we used to say, this is you, what you did wrong. If you want your kids to be wise, tell them the wise, the why, the W H Y. Yeah, that's really good. If you want them to be wise, tell, tell them, them the why. Why? Why? Why this? Why that? Yeah. And why the other? Why do you show honor to those who are older? That's right. Why do you not do this? Why do we not speak this way? Why can you not throw a tantrum in the middle of the candy aisle? Why? Rather, you know, rather than because I said so. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. It, and it's that's that's the. You know, and unfortunately, when it's because I said so, what happens is our kids watch us behave and we have a bad moment. I always love it. My kids could always say to me, hey, so dad, I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. Like if I had a bad moment, like if I disciplined them for something and then I repeated that behavior because there was always the whys, they felt they felt comfortable enough to say to me, hey, dad. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. And now that all our boys are all adults now, it's actually a lot of fun because um, even in our house and our culture, because we talk about this above the line, below the line thing as far as love and fear. And to have one of the boys go, uh, below the line? I'm like, yeah, probably below the line. Uh, like, because well, we have to deal with something or like somebody doesn't follow through or, you know, we had somebody, um, we had somebody damage something in our home when they were working on our home. And and my, 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 my son's like, hey, so before you make that phone call, can you make it above the line? You, you're going to be okay there? Do you, you know, it's like, yeah, I can make it. I'm, I'm in a good place. You know, like, it's good to have that reminder. Like, there's whys. And so I just want to encourage you guys in that. And, and having our kids memorize scripture, great way. And yeah. Lori and I, our boys remember getting tossed in the, with Psalms or Proverbs and say, when you're done, come on out, we'll talk. And, but one of the things I did is if my kids were having a conflict with each with each other, we would put them in the room. We'd say, look, you need to go in the room, come out in unity or love, and if you can't do that, um, I'll come in and handle it. And w- you guys can handle it, or I will handle it for you. It's your decision. You realize I very rarely had to go in and handle it. They would go in, they would talk it out, they'd work it out, and even as adults today, they still do that but with each other. It's not just the memorizing, though. It's one thing to just memorize it. Oh, well, it's got to know how to apply it. teach them how to study it and yeah. teach them what it means behind it. Yeah. Then it's, you know, it redirects 
redirects them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is important. Hey, what's happening tonight, Pastor Ty? Did we talk about it yet? Yeah, we did. We talked about when we opened the program. We've got a concert tonight with uh, Matt Baird from Spoken and uh, one of the guys from the band. They're going to be doing an acoustic uh, sharing tonight, so we're excited for that. Come out and join us at 7 o'clock. Awana's still going on. You love your family, and we're way out of time. God bless you guys. It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, The Rev.